What's up, everybody? Welcome to Bomb City Locker Room Talk Podcast. You're listening to Locker Room Hype, episode 13. As always, I'm James Fairchild. I don't like 13, but this is... Oh, it's the unlucky one. This is the one, yes. Because Pena doesn't like scary shit. Well, Pena, introduce our two guests. Even though you don't like the lucky number 13, who do we got sitting next to us? I got my boy next to me, Big D. Good evening. Over here across. Yeah. He's been on a couple of podcasts here and there, but we got Christopher. Big Chris. I don't yeah. like calling him Big Chris because he looks, I mean, I'm a big guy. Thank we, you. We look Thank good. You. Thank you. He's a we, handsome fellow. We look good. Plus, I have multiple rap albums out, guys. So. Oh, shout out. Don't stop that. I, I think know. that should Sound, be it. Yeah. Okay. Handsome Chris. Don't, handsome don't, Chris. Don't, don't, don't be telling us That's false it. stories. Hey, we don't man. need that on Hey, me. hey, man. I already hear enough of them. I don't need hear <laughs> one. Oh. <laughs> but yes, anyway, we've got two special guests, two of our really good friends. And yes. we're going to start this thing off by discussing our sod poodles. So, as of yesterday, the minor league baseball announced that due to the unprecedented times and the events of 2020, including the COVID-19 pandemic, the 2020 season has officially canceled. That is super sad. Sad. Well, yeah. it sucks because we just came off a fucking championship season. Championship season. Yeah. Texas and League Champions you know, 2019. And, and, you know, brand new stadium. And, and then what's even worse is... All these minor league players, I mean, MLB basically was like, we're not going to do any more minor league players moving up because they're only playing the few games. So, you know, they can't support the minor league players. So that's why they're doing the Texas Collegiate League, which is what we're seeing here in Amarillo. And we just got like, back from a game, actually. Yeah. And it was it was quality it was baseball. We had There good. were players from Kansas State, Texas Tech. Yeah. Florida International, just to name a few mm-hmm. from the Amarillo Grambling. team. Grambling, Grambling State. I mean, yeah, it's a cool thing that you're bringing in D1, D2, D3, Juco. I mean, it doesn't matter. Baseball is baseball. Yeah, definitely go you watch them. Yeah. Just because you're at a certain level does not make you that better. You know, it doesn't matter yeah. where you're at. And like I said, it was, it was cool. It and was plus really you cool. got to see these guys swinging. They've been using aluminum bats in college. And then now they're swinging these wooden bats, which are a little bit heavier. Yeah, we didn't see as many balls go yard tonight, did we? Technically, a wooden bat's not heavier. You just got to find a sweet spot. It's harder to find a sweet spot. They did not find what we had, uh, what, six foul balls tonight. And in the last four games, they've had three home runs total separated. I mean. Well, they are young guys. I mean. They're young guys, man. I mean, nothing about it. I mean, mean, who knows? I mean. How long they've not seen a live pitch in a long time? I mean, it's been well, a long I mean, you got to admit, though, swinging a aluminum bat versus a wooden bat, you know. A little bit of a difference, yeah. Did you play yeah. baseball? So, so if these guys are, are playing, <laughs> maybe are they getting paid? Like, how does that affect their collegiate I don't think standard. they get so much. They don't, they, I mean, right now, I mean, they can't get paid. Yeah, actually, that's I mean, a good question. I don't know they because can't. they're all college players. They're all college I players. I think that would be so. some uh, NCAA violations. Yeah, I mean, right? They're doing it because it's baseball still. I mean, For exposure purposes. Yeah, yeah I mean, and like I said, you know, you get all these other guys, you know, around the United States and I don't know, probably a lot of other countries too, you know, and it's 
you know. Well, and then the the South Poodles Hodgetown is one of the newer stadiums. In we're, 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 we're currently uh, competing for the top yeah, minor yeah. league stadium yeah. in the nation so right now. Vote, so go you got to go get out there and get online and vote. Yeah. Oh yeah, you got to. But yeah. uh, we love our stadium. What do you guys love most about our stadium? What do you what do you got, what do you think? Oh. What do you love most about it? Man, the stadium is great because it looks really good. You got to be there when you're uh, watching the games. It's different because you think uh, my, uh, Major League, when you go to the Rangers game, the Rangers stadium is all big. And then you go to Hotstown, and it's intimate. It's nice. You can see it. You can see the players. You can talk to the players. And you can talk all the crap to the other team. That's right. We were sitting behind the first base dugout tonight, which was pretty cool. Yeah. The San Antonio Flying Chanclas. The Chanclas. Oh, yeah. They kicked our ass tonight. But – you're right, man. The the intimacy you can have as a fan with the players at Hodgetown is pretty cool because it's not a huge, like, overbearing, overwhelming stadium. Yeah. You can see everything from any any seat that you sit in. Yeah, it's nice, man. Because, I mean, you can scream, yell, talk all the crap you want. It's going to affect the player, especially when there's not a lot of people there, you know? Like tonight. Yeah. With the but, COVID. I mean, also, you bring that spotlight on yourself as a fan, you know? So. Yeah. I, I really enjoy the uh, the young fans being able to go down on the field between innings and they do various uh, competitions. Yeah. My son actually was selected out of the crowd last year to do a competition. He had to yell, uh, yee-haw, the loudest. And unfortunately, he did not come in first. But he did earn us tickets to the Texas musical play out at Powder Canyon. So I was super pumped about that. But you, you oh, yeah. are right. They do get the young people involved, the kids involved. That's awesome. Amarillo is a, a family-oriented type of town and community. Hey, yeah. So yeah. that's always good. What about you, Aaron? What do you like the most about Hodgetown? I mean, like I said, man, for me, I I grew up playing baseball here. And uh, through the years, baseball's gotten really big here in Amarillo. And having a team here is really good because, I mean, we got good, great supporters, man. And even tonight, I know there wasn't, like, you know, the shit that we're going through. Mm-hmm. And I know that's, you know, that's playing a big part. But people are still coming out and supporting. Yeah. Them. And that's, and you know, like I said, the, the crowd wants to interact with them because they want them to make it feel like, oh man, you know, it's like, it's like, it's like Sandlot Ball, man. Come out, have fun. Yeah, we're yeah. gonna support you no matter what. If you have a bad game, we're gonna call, we're gonna talk shit to you. But it's fun, man. I mean, golly, the baseball. cool thing is, is it's not only Amarilloans; just, it's it's people around the Panhandle I'm, that yeah. travel. You can't. I mean, like I say, we can only sit in the house for so long. Exactly. Like, we yeah. gotta do something. But from you know July first all the way through the end of the month, we're gonna have games every single night yes. except on Mondays. Yeah. So we're gonna have to get out there. This can't be our last game, guys. We've got to get out there yeah. again together and experience this. Maybe every Thursday, make it a Dang. thing. But. Dang. But the big thing is, is, you know, especially with the saw poodles, you know, hopefully, and not, you know, like I said, I pray for those guys that will get called up, yeah, you know, and do hopefully they do a great job on that roster coming up here pretty soon because 
I mean, this is the shot. And I think, you yeah. know, just watching our team last year was incredible. We got the champs, good, good baby. ball players, yeah, man. Champs, maybe. We got champs, good. Maybe. I mean, but yeah, the champs, but man, but they were good ball players. The first inaugural season. They were season. good ball players, man. And I can see being there. And I hope, yeah. and I hope they do it, man. I hope they do great. It'll be great. I think so. I think so. Like, it's hard because you're not sure of the team that you're cheering for, but you got to go cheer them. You got to go watch them. Because we've got two teams, right? We've got the Sod Dogs and we've got the Sod Squad. Sod Squad, yeah. So we've got two different teams to experience. I think it's just a 1A, 1B. I think they're really comparable as far as their roster goes and the, the type of talent that's there. I don't think there's too much, too big of a discrepancy between I mean, the two. I mean, basically, mm-hmm. they grabbed everybody that was supposed to be in minor league baseball because they're in, major league baseball is not going to have any minor league teams at all for this year. You know, they're showing the season and all that, so they're not going to have any minor league teams. So what they're doing is the minor league teams and stadiums were like, well, let's get – they can't technically – Cause them as professional, so that's why they're the Texas Collegiate League. So I don't know if you guys noticed, but there was a whole bunch of uh, guys in the bullpen, like more than what you would think yeah. they'd have as pitchers. Mm-hmm. So to me, like, like if you ask me, do you want to go back to a game? It'd be like, yeah, because I want to see some of the other guys play. Yeah, not, they can, not just the ones that we saw today. And towards the end of the game, they kind of held back with the oh, yeah. amount of pitchers they put in rotation too so yeah there's going to be a lot more talent that's going to be put out there in upcoming games because it's going to be a rapid pace they have a game every single day every day every day yeah. every day they're rotating every other day but, yeah. you know i just like i love the support that they do man just hollering at each other high-fiving each other like because they're all so young they're yeah. full energy but that's, that's that's so cool to see that though yeah. man you know like yeah uh, I mean, I miss I miss the game of baseball. I'm really telling did. you, man. Yeah. I'm telling you, it, it's so great. Because what else will we be doing this summer, right? You know, America's pastime, yeah, and exactly. you know, to have baseball in Amarillo is huge. You know, we remember the days of the Dillas, the Gold Sox, even before our time. Yeah. But it's just it brings the family out, brings the community together, and it's always a good thing. Really, yeah. yeah. I wish I wish the city of Amarillo really kept up with the Dilla Villa. Yeah. yeah, I really yeah. wish because it's a very—I mean, it's a—it's a nice stadium, really. Still, it is. I they just—they just, you know, they just need the renovations and man, it'd be right back up there. Aren't they, they using really that for some high school baseball games? Yeah, here and there. Yeah, but you know, it is. But man, you know, it just—we really, I mean, just really needed some. Do they? I've been wondering what they did with that property. That's—I mean, it's still there. It's, it's I mean, still, it's still like, used. Hey, <laughs> I know that uh, they had the. Uh, the uh, it's the cops versus the firemen. I think there was that like a. Oh, okay. Yeah, they still yeah. have I, that. I had heard there. that San Jacinto Christian Academy was using that facility yeah. for baseball mm-hmm. games as yes, well. They were. And we can't remember in 1997 when Garth Brooks threw his <laughs> yeah, huge yeah. surprise concert there. Yeah. And he had to help get the bleachers like assembled in the outfield and everything. Yeah, it's that's pretty cool history yeah. of that stadium. Yeah, I mean, it, like I said, it's a cool, cool stadium. Just, just need some. Uh, some updates. Some TLC. I mean, like if you think of if you went to that stadium versus comparison of Hodgetown, completely day and night, completely day and night. You know, Hodgetown, they were oh, like, yeah. you know what, we're gonna spend some money, we're gonna get this team good, you know, we're gonna get a really good stadium. I mean, we've all been in Amarillo. It 
what five years we we heard people oh we're gonna we're gonna get the stadium downtown and parking's gonna be a bitch and all this stuff and then it happened and then yeah. boom now i don't now think we're parking about, is like, that big of an issue I right mean, now it's not that bad right now right? it's not but we're just waiting for other stuff to show up it's still empty around it so yeah that's true. And just, yep. let's just, like I said, let's just wait and see what they're going to do. And the spot is, is great. The location is awesome. You can yeah. see the hotels in the background. You can see the old Emerald Hardware Company behind, you know, right field. You see yeah. some cool stuff. And you have you City Hall City right Hall, there. City Hall, yeah. yeah. The Civic Center. I mean, it's, it's an awesome location. It really is. Oh. I'm glad that they went ahead and did that. I mean, but, I think we need to tear down uh, the Civic Center, though, right? Like, Well, on, there are plans day. to redo that and revamp it, but who knows if that'll ever happen. Yeah. But, here, here, to. but here's the thing, man. And then, you know, coming up, and we're in July. Yes, sir. Finally, you know. And you know, you know, we we thought everything was gonna go uphill. Kind of went downhill, you know. Today we with got the spike, a, we got a big spike, and then we got some orders that we're gonna have to wear face masks in public. Yeah, Governor Abbott just it came is, down. It is what it is, you know. So, but but we can go on on all day on that. But really, the most focus on no politicals. Most focus on right now is. NBA, you know, guys, it's reported. Sports, baby, it's coming back. MLB players reported. Mm -hmm. You know, there's some cases coming in and out, you know, but. What's the least number percent you guys think they will accept before stopping these professional sports? What do you think? I think it just has to come down to the severity of the case, Mm -hmm. pretty much. Uh, I I don't know, man. I think there's a number that, like, the NBA, what, at the end of July – they're they're gonna be doing it. I mean, there's already there's already NBA players already like you know what, I'm gonna sit out. I mean, do you think there's gonna be a percentage a number? Because everything at the end of the day, NBA, baseball, they their summertime sports, all that stuff. The NBA starts at the end of the, of the fall, but the NFL. And it's unique runs to fall. have the NBA running this late because it's usually over in June. Yeah. So, so do you think that if well, the, the NBA starts and MLB starts, and they well, get I, all the COVID? I think the NBA's finals were scheduled for October twelfth, if I remember right. I mean, that's a long. I think time. so. Yeah, in mean, September first of October. Yeah, I but is it. there a, is there a certain point where these 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 teams or the NBA in general gets to a point where you have yeah. over twenty or thirty percent? coming down with the illness is is that enough to just halt the entire operation yeah i mean is there a point where it's like you know what it's too much what do you think what do i think david well the other day i was watching uh espn and adam silver was on and i didn't watch the whole thing but i do remember him saying that it you know it's obviously a fluid situation Mm -hmm. so he says don't be surprised if we have to shut it down like that's a possibility, legitimate possibility, yes, legitimate. right? Yep. I mean, LeBron at the beginning of everything was not going to play. I mean, at the start of the whole talk of the NBA season coming back, did you really like, think no. he wasn't going to play personally? Because uh, no, no, I thought he was. He but, would play. But here's here's where the change is because now I would not be surprised if he was like, you know what, 
I'm going to sit back on this. You know, I mean, that's that's back to the question. Is there a percentage of the leagues that are going to start, which is going to be the NBA and MLB first, is there a percentage where of players that need to get the COVID stuff before you're like, we need to cancel the NFL? Because uh, the NFL just seems to keep steaming forward. I think that they need to reevaluate the number of games now that all this has happened. I mean, like, what is it? Baseball, 182? Or how many? They're going to have 60 yeah, this summer. They're going to have 60. So yeah. is the NBA. The NBA got down to 60 starting. Mm. What, so, next? okay, so let's take a look at the NFL here. The NFL has, you know, 16 games. Do you think that that should be cut in half or Cut down to seventy five percent, seventy percent, eighty percent. What do you got? I mean, what I do you mean, think is a legitimate sixteen games, rational? and then the playoffs? I mean, it's it's the most out ten, of all maybe sports, ten games out of all the That's American the sports. Out of all the four American sports, the NFL is the most contact sport. Yes, and COVID is a contact infection. So, uh, how, to, how do you... To an extent, man, we don't know. Well, We yeah, don't know what the hell Exactly. Is so, but how do you stop it? You know, if, yeah. if the Giants are going to play the Chargers in L.A., I mean, that's going to be a huge carrier if, right. you know, if either one of them... And they it. talked about, okay, Goodell had spoken recently about, you know, the possibility of thinking about a bubble. You cannot... Yeah contain in house over 3000 NFL players in a bubble. It's not going to happen. And if you, if you have one, one individual bring one person from, from each team, you know, like a family member, that's going to be way too, too much to logistically handle at one point. There's no way you can do that. And maybe they had thought about doing different bubble locations, Mm. bubble South, bubble North, bubble East, bubble West. But you're still going to have to transfer yeah. and, and and transport your team. I just don't see it happening because the the virus is still going to get yeah. I mean, like you said, logistically, it doesn't make any sense because you're not just bringing the team to whatever city you're playing against. The staff you're bringing the team administration. You're bringing medical staff. You're bringing. The you band, know, everybody, the band hey, hey, the Redskins, you know, they yeah. have they have a band. <laughs> they technically still have a band. I mean, you're bringing all of that over, and it just takes my, one little, you know, a little just bit. Just don't take my cowboy cheerleaders away, please. 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 At least virtual. You know, yeah. you know have a, have a cut scene where <laughs> they can. I want to see a virtual. Right there. Well, you're not going to be <laughs> the game. On the sideline. Yeah. Shaking their ass. But what if they cut to a virtual scene or, or segment of them shaking their ass mm. in like a, you know, a practice field or somewhere far away? It's not, it's You're still going to get it, right? You're still going to well, get the sensation and the excitement. Sensation. I mean, I'll tell you what. I, I was to be there for the real. When, when, when Goodell <laughs> first announced that he was going to go through with the draft, you know, all the COVID stuff started. And I was like, oh, no, this is going to be terrible. How are they, how are they going to do this? I was one of those naysayers. Skeptics. I was like, yeah. I yeah. was like, how, how are you going to do this? You're going to draft, you know, the first night is 32 drafts and then trades and whatever. And then the next night and then the next night. And it was supposed to be in Vegas. Yeah. But and then, I thought they did a good job with the draft. And it went off 
great. Yeah. You know, it, it went out good. great. And I was like, oh, shit. You know? Well, didn't, didn't Major League Baseball have their draft? Even though they don't have technically a season the right virtual now? draft. I don't know. I think it went, it went unhinged just the like w- the WNBA did theirs before the NFL, though. And so they, like. I didn't know that. Yeah. They did theirs before uh, the NFL did. And they did it virtually. And we're at the, they went off with the hitch. We're at the beginning of July. I think in a couple of weeks, everyone, whether it be college, professional level, we're going to have to have some real answers and some real concrete steps put in place. They're having. They're going to have to be public to everybody that we're all going to have to, yeah. you know, address and be prepared for. Well, I mean, speaking of college, Clemson, Clemson is what they've got fifty three players now. Yeah, I mean, not, total they keep getting them. I think right now there's busted like, with the COVID. I know they they right now, I, think, I think Clemson's the bit, one of the biggest ones right yeah. now. I mean, I mean, and just recently, all... Oklahoma had 14 players test positive. Oh, yeah. That was a couple of days ago. Yeah, that, and yeah. Texas is running on 10. Yeah. Like, Baylor's on 8. Like, well, the Big you know, 12 is running it. Tag, so, tag is are are they, like, testing them every week or, like? No, I mean, they, how, they're not doing it every week. They're Because they practice, you know, they're the NCAA, right. If I'm right, James, they're still practicing, like, normal, right? They're still going they are. Okay. through normal. So, like, I can speak for University of Oklahoma because I follow them closely. They are still conducting their workouts. However, the athletes are wearing masks, lifting weights, and they're requiring them to wear them outdoors, which I don't know how long or how far that's going to last. You can't run in 100-degree heat with a mask on. Yeah, contact sport. That is just unreal. I mean, I don't care if you're you're an elite athlete. You're still going to have some issues if you have a – cloth in your face as you're trying to breathe in that type of humidity and heat but you know a total of 14 oklahoma players tested positive along with two of the 72 staff members who were tested so you're not only having players who are infected you're also having staff members yeah and aaron and i had talked about this before with the college football uh you know practice practices being conducted yeah i mean they're just it's it's gonna go one or two ways it's gonna go great everybody's gonna have great protocols and and procedures put in place for everybody or it's gonna be a complete disaster we're kind of seeing more disaster route that's unfolding now how do you stop it though i mean that how do you stop it you know what i mean it's better to quarantine them now for 14 days than yeah in in august or september yeah you know can you imagine having you know, Sam Allinger of Texas or Spencer Rattler of Oklahoma, the two starting quarterbacks having to be quarantined right before the Red River the, rivalry. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Can you imagine that? It's going to be a reality that, yeah. that we're going to face this year. It don't matter. Whenever Tech plays them, we're going to win. Oh, my God. That's right, motherfucker. Y'all don't even know who y'all are going to have You need to be quarantined right now. Shut up. Hey, <laughs> how would you feel about them just playing the conference games? I would be okay with that because we play I 10. I would not be okay with that. I would be okay with it. Because the thing about it, we got to have those non-conference games because those help. Those, those games really help out. Tech doesn't need them. They play cupcakes, like super Shut cupcakes. Shut the hell up. I mean, let's I mean, be honest. We're about to agree. No matter what, no matter what, the Big 12, SEC, all that shit. <laughs> if any team gets caught, one of the big power fires, you know, the, the, yeah. the big ones, how are you going to be as, you know, 
ABC, you know, ABC Network. What do you mean by Or ESPN. If they have their whole team stuck on COVID, how can you verify? You know, be like, well, we're well, gonna still play this game because we still want to make this money. Let's talk about and then watch. You know, did you pay attention in science class? Kind yes. of. Which science? Biology. Let's say well, biology, biology or chemistry. Or chemistry. Yeah. Well, I mean, no, but with the science teacher over here, Aaron. Yeah, I mean it's it's Everybody's it's an infection. Right? Everybody eventually is gonna get it. Okay, no matter what. So, do you think? Everyone should have just a COVID party. Everybody just swap drinks and everybody just get it. That's what do you think? If you were a, a head coach of Texas Tech or a Power Five exactly, yes. Division One program, how would you handle it? Would you make your party. players? Would you? Maybe stupid. Like, would you? I can see your face. Would you? Would I don't you? Know, get, man. If you if you were a head coach of Tech right now, would you be like, you know what? Unsanctioned COVID chicken pox party. party. Yeah, oh, yes, chicken pox party. No, would you? No, I'm not. Saying, I never said that. I no, but what, well, how I'm would just you? Saying, would you though? Because no. I mean, I understand your understanding of it. You know, you know, you build up the antibodies <coughs> when you get it. You know, not everybody is. You know, but you know what I'm just saying, man. Yeah. It's, it doesn't matter. You can go to the fucking grocery store and get it. Exactly. Yeah. You can go to the damn gas station and get yeah. it. You can go talk to grandma and get it. I mean, it doesn't matter, man. It's kind of you're gonna get it. And Kansas State suspended football workouts for 14 days after 14 athletes from the various sports tested positive. Jeez. Do you think that's a, a, a proper step to just shut it all down for a couple of weeks if you have multiple players test positive? Well, think, or what should you I mean? I mean, right now, I think like the UIL, for example, right now, the UIL coming up with, because of the 4th of July yeah. coming up, they're shutting down until July 12th, mm-hmm. which I think is a really good idea. I mean, because people are going to go travel. They're going to go meet families. Because, man, we need a spark. There's, I mean, what bigger spark than 4th of July? Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's going to happen, man. I mean, people are going to do what they want to do. It's choice. Now, only you can do is be safe as, as best as possible. Quarantine those who are feeling ill or have shown signs of symptoms and just try to do your best to combat it and 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 that's great except football football like i said football is straight up contact i mean you could have your quarterback swapping like i said clemson was what 13 they started out with 13 people that had it and then they still kept going with the practice. Yeah. And then now well, they have 53 people that have it. Well, I mean, you can't blame it all on practice. Sometimes you can just go out and get it. It happens. But do you really think they just went out and got it? I mean, it, it, University it of Alabama, they had testing done like on a, a Monday. And then two days later, they had practice without even getting the results back. And you come back yeah. after that practice and have like, they had. 15 to 20 guys test positive. It's like, you can't tell me that they didn't intentionally try the to SEC, orchestrate that. Let me tell you, the SEC does not require a, a solvent on the testing. They just require testing. The SEC and the Big 12, I mean, uh, the Big 10, they don't require a finishing on the testing. They just require a the testing. Test. Okay. Uh, here's the thing, Christopher. I don't know if you know, we don't give a f- Freak about the SEC. Freak. You don't give a freak, freak about the Big Ten. It's all about the Big Twelve in this house. Woo! Well, Chris is do, a big 
UT fan, so he loves the Big um, Twelve. They can go suck themselves off. Whoa, Boomer Sooner up in this. Biatch. Oh my god! Oh my god, Pena. But the the good thing is, not only one university is dealing with this; everyone is. Everybody is. collectively. And um, this has to pull out the point. You be quiet, Big D. Go. No, I'm, I'm I'm just wondering how a, a Red Raider and a Sooner and a fucking. Whatever a Texas Longhorn is, yeah. How how are y'all? We're all intertwined. We're part of the Big Twelve. We're part of the same gang. Yeah, yeah. So what are you? We got to stick together. Now I'm just like where he is a closet underground OU fan. I'm just gonna say it. Apparently not. Apparently not. I would be closet too, though. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I grew wow. up Catholic, so I was a Notre Dame fan for That's a right. long, long time. That's right. Oh, Aaron's a big Notre Dame fan as well. I love mm-hmm. Notre Dame. I'm yeah. just a man. I like Apart from my Sooners, I'm just a huge college Jesus. football fan. Touchdown, Jesus. And we've got to have our college football this season. And there's a really huge, legitimate threat that it may not happen. And in two weeks, we've got to have some answers. If we don't have answers by middle well, of July, we are in trouble, fellas. Here's the thing. We can go out and practice all we want. We can go lift everything we want. But if students are not at those campuses, then why play? No. no. <laughs> I mean, I hate, I hate being a Debbie. Well, they're already going to. Debbie Downer. I don't know. They're going to cut the attendance I, in half. I honestly think, I think the NCAA, especially football, is one of the safer programs. I think no matter what, we're going to see college football. Now, is it going to be <laughs> the bigger programs? That we don't know. We I, don't know. I think uh, depending money, on between now and then, but I mean, those networks are not going to lose that money for college football. It it's a billion, billion, billion. But I think they're going to have the games simply for that reason because they yeah. can't lose that. Like the colleges can't lose that money mm-hmm. from the TV, right? Yeah. I mean, the University of Michigan athletic department is projecting a budget deficit of twenty six point one million. For the 2021 year, due to this pandemic, everyone's going to cut have have a huge deficit that they're going to deal with, whether it be revenue, you know, from ticket sales or merchandise or you know, game day festivities. Yeah. There's going to be a huge issue with trying to combat the loss of revenue with the amount of people that aren't going to attend games. I mean, we're talking about Notre Dame. They have a contract specifically with ABC. And we haven't seen any numbers at all. We've seen numbers from ABC from the NFL. Well, but we haven't heard any numbers from what Notre Dame's trying to put out there, which doesn't help. Well, with Texas Tech, Friday they announced that 23 members of the football team have tested positive. 23. All but two of the athletes have fully recovered since the test June 15th. And that's down the road. How, how many? It's uh, not bad. Like if you were going to shut down sports, what would you shut down first? Like obviously these guys are losing so much money. Like they're going to have to make a choice at some point. Like do you cut gymnastics? I think football Swimming? would be the absolute last thing yeah. that you cut because that is your cash cow. <laughs> Ultimate revenue generating entity in any. I was really thinking, you know, don't cut cricket, please. Cricket, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. What do you guys think? What, what would Frisbee you cut golf? if you're? 
athletic director, I mean, what would you have to – I mean, football would be the absolute last thing you would cut, but I would think maybe basketball. No, tell, oh, no. Right. That's basketball big. second to to football, I know. Yeah. That. Golf? Golf? I, th- Golf. I, mean, I think it kind of depends on like what golf. school you're, you know, yeah, administrator of. Everybody I mean. has respect. Like Kansas. I'll, okay, well, I mean, you would be okay with cutting Kansas's football program. But let's keep Kansas's basketball program, obviously, you know. Right. But I mean, if no one else is cutting football and you cut Kansas's football, it's not going to make any sense. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, give or take. Kentucky. Kentucky. Gonna, but I mean, Kansas what? has to have a football team to be able to take part or to get their part of the Big 12 football money. Right. They've so got like to they, participate. They're not going to cut it, even though they're not very good. Yeah. That's true. I don't know, it's man. Like There's just tons of universities around the country that are halting on-campus workouts or cutting their budgets because of this. But moving on to baseball. Let's talk about Fire Major League baseball. baseball. And it's starting up at the end of the month, baby. It, baseball is back. The 2020 MLB season will continue with 60 games. I don't follow Major League Baseball, so I need somebody to enlighten me on. on you what will the because it's going to be one of the few professional sports There's that a are going to be playing. The ratings will be up this year. Yes, I do believe. Mert, because uh, with everybody at home and the, I mean, even Engl- English that, Premier League soccer, all the UK soccer, all that stuff, they played a short league. They got through it in like two months. Like too much. Even Spain and you know Messi fucking destroyed it. He won. He won another MVP. Yeah, they it's, got through it really quick. It's totally possible the MLB can do the same. But sixty games. How do you think the sixty game schedule is going to work out? You know, it's going to be tough because, like you know, the way they have it set up. Like we said, the National West is playing American West. And, you know, and so on, the north, the east, the south. I mean, you know, I mean, like I said, we're big Ranger fans over here. Big, big Ranger fans. Okay. What about you, David? I don't think he's a huge baseball guy. No, no, I'm not. But uh, I grew up a Dodgers fan. Okay. I respect that. I like Dodgers. It's a big, Mm -hmm. I respect Dodgers. Fernando Valenzuela. (laughs) Heck Yeah. I was thinking about Benny, you know, Benny the Judd Rodriguez. <laughs> <laughs> you know, oh, can buy his man. jersey. The Dodgers actually sell his jersey. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Dude, what, that's awesome. What's bad? What's bad is he no. he had Jackie Robinson's number for for the first take of the yeah, movie, 42. and they had to change it. Yeah, <laughs> they had to change it. So he's not forty two anymore. In oh. the movie, he's still forty two, but then when you go to the Dodger Stadium, it's forty one. Yeah, yeah but it says you know Benny the Jet. Yeah. Well, I mean, come on. It's respect. But, uh, you know, the thing about, you know, with the baseball, man, it's going to be, uh, you know, 60 games. I mean, of course, every game is going to be crucial. doesn't matter who it is, you know. But, like I said, when it comes, when it comes to baseball, man, whoever has the best pitching, whoever gets hot. That's the thing, man. Whoever, you're right. Whoever does have phenomenal pitching and they just have a great – chemistry as a team and they just plow through games and they they stay consistent they can get hot and they can they can cause some damage 
well, some of these and, teams. And too, right now, I mean, they also said right now, even if if somebody does test positive for corona, they don't have to report it. You're not on injured. Like, you're not. Oh, like, yeah. You just keep going. I mean, it's just so kind of like, hey, you feel good today? All right, let's go. I mean, kind. I mean, I hate saying it. Kind of like it. Kind of well, like opening it. day. They're going to feature thirty active players on a roster and then they're going to trim it down after 15 days of 28 players. So they're going to try to cut down the amount of human beings. <laughs> yeah. Are in the clubhouse, you know, getting ready for the games. And, you know, can you imagine the testing for this? It'd be a nightmare trying to test that many guys. <laughs> if you have a 60 man, 50 man yeah. roster, I mean, the NFL is going to be a mess, it's gonna but be terrible. they're going to have, I heard that they're going to test like two or three times a week, but with the MLB, I would assume once a week. I mean, like, that's what I'm saying. MLB and the NBA, because they're going to be the first ones to set up a standard, and it's going to be sloppy. Yeah. And then the NFL is going to come back and start, and all these NFL players have been all across the country, no matter what team they're playing for, all across the country, and then they're all going to meet up at their facility and then go through here's the a, whole testing. Here's what yeah. you don't know, but players have already been meeting and playing. They've been yeah. playing sandlot ball. Interacting with one yeah. another, yeah. I mean, yeah. There's, there's been a report already saying that, it, I mean, ball players have already been meeting up and playing. I mean, you can't, I mean, like I said, the ball, you know, the ones that play baseball for life and play because they love baseball and won't do anything for it. Well, I'll tell you this. 49ers have had three players get lost to injury. We don't and get, also four players lost to the COVID. So. We don't get two shits we about the 49ers. Oh, whack, up. bro. We're whack. talking about baseball. Wow. About the 49ers. Wow. Well, winning. I do feel bad for you, though. Being up 10 in the fourth quarter. Just remember, just remember Patrick Mahomes tore you up. <sighs> Hail Mary. I, didn't, I, didn't, I never said the cheese. I said Patrick Mahomes. Mm. Get it right. Whack. Wow. Those are strong words for another podcast. We can have a debate on that. But, <laughs> <laughs> you know, baseball, it is what it is. They are going to be the guinea pigs of this, them and the NBA. Hopefully they can all get it right so the NFL can continue and be fluid through the season without any hiccups, which we know that's not going to happen. But it's a possibility the NFL can learn from the MLB, from the NBA. Yeah. It's going to be – a shit show moving forward, but hey, I will tell you that, like, over this whole COVID last couple of months, like, I don't watch TV anymore, yeah, because there's no sports on, you know. So, if there was something to watch, even if it was baseball, since I'm not that big of a baseball <coughs> fan, I mean, I, I would probably watch at least the playoffs, maybe a couple games. It's like when you invited me to the sod poodles, I'm like, I'm not really a big baseball fan, but you know but what? But if it's Maybe on, you're going to watch it. If it's yeah. the only sporting event that's that's available for you to tune into. Yeah, it's competition. Yeah. Yeah, it's competition. And Just like soccer. If soccer was the only thing on, I would get into it, man. I would learn soccer teams, who was who hot, who was not, and just roll the dice with whoever I followed. But kind of like with the Korean baseball. We kind of had some teams that we were following there for a little bit, but it, it fell off pretty quick. You know what's funny is uh, they put us some blow-up dolls. <laughs> I can't remember what team did it. They put blow-up dolls they in the audience. Them, they oh, yeah. put blow-up dolls in the stands. They got oh, fine, baby. But, but, man, I, I was like, 
Why would you find somebody that's just trying to keep it entertaining? Like, it was pretty genius, though, oh, to have yeah. those. I mean, yeah. Those generated, you know, depictions or whatever of people in the, in the stands. There were real people that were out there. They even had a, a Kobe Bryant cutout yeah. at, at one game, which yeah, is pretty man. cool. So, I mean. Are we talking yeah. Korean baseball? or Yeah. That's what. I mean, we were following that for a little bit because I was the only sport that was on. And we had to figure out, are we just going to sit here and not watch any sports? Or are we going to gravitate towards a sport anyway. that we really don't follow? And we kind of followed it for a little bit. But here's now the that the NBA's back, the MLB's back, forget Korean baseball. I, you know, here's the thing. Or Young and the Restless. I've been into that guy, that shit. I have you? I got into Parks and Rec, though, Dude, over this whole to, uh, pandemic. Right? Um, right. Young, come on. But here's the thing. The Young and the Restless? When, the young and oh, the restless. my. Right. Dude, my mom the used to of our uh, record right. those on VHS. Right. Days of our lives. No. But here's the thing. If you're a big NBA 2K1 fan coming out, mm. go grab that that Mamba. Oh, yeah. I don't know Definitely. if you've seen the pictures and all that. The like, cover is badass. They, they, it is the beautiful. two Mamba covers, yeah, dude. They are beautiful. Yeah. That's like, going to be a collector's okay. item. And that's one of those things. Like, man, if you can get your hands on it, go yeah. do it. Cause, like, why would you want to get the Damian Lillard one yeah. and not get the two Kobe? Like, like, I want get Kobe. Like, oh, yeah, yeah like, those things are so primo. Yeah, so if you, yeah. If, like I said, get out there, get it. Go get it. Because, yeah. man, it's... <laughs> Like said, that's man, pretty we, cool, man. Lost, you know, I'm glad like that they did that for him. Yeah. That's a big <laughs> just, honor and a huge salute to him, being one of the greatest of all time. But, well, I, th- I think they should have just left it to him. Like, they shouldn't have put anybody else on there. Like, it should have just been him. You know? Damian Lillard. Yeah, they did. The, no. the, the first one was Damian Lillard, which I didn't understand that either. And then they did two more, and both of them were Kobe Bryant tribute. Like, I don't know where Damian Lillard came from. Uh, he's good, but, you know, you yeah. got to throw Kobe on and the two year other that Kobe versions of tragically that. Lo- loses his life, you've got to honor him in a way that's larger yeah. than life. And to do that, people can get their hands on it and they can, you know, have it as a collector's item and play it forever. It's going to be one of those that sticks around for a while. Yeah. But moving on, the NFL, <sighs> they have shortened the 2020 preseason to two games. Which is fine with me. Yeah, it's fine oh, so with they, me as they well. they announced that already? Like yeah, that's the, a league, the league canceled weeks one and four of its original preseason. And it, it previously canceled the August 8th Hall of Fame game as yeah. well, which mm-hmm. I'm okay with that too. I know we know some guys that kind of cook out for the <laughs> Hall of Fame game and we're like, what are you doing? It's just one of the first game that yeah. starts off the NFL. Yeah. And that's why it's, you know... We got to win the Hall of Fame game because we won't win no season games. Oh, you get two series of the starters and that's yeah. it. I mean, come on. It's not competitive. Uh, it's just to get out there to have yeah. your brand, your, your your backups, guys that are trying to make the roster. They're trying to battle and, and get noticed, right? But that's, that's some important news that has uh, come out recently. They'll still report to training camp all the players on July 28th, but the first preseason games won't be played until August 20th through the 24th. And then the second week of preseason games is scheduled for August 27th through 31st. Yeah. So we're not huge preseason guys. Yeah. It is necessary to a sense. Oh, I think so. But to shorten it, we're not going to be upset about that. Hey, are any of the uh, the major 
league teams expanding their roster? I mean, because I mean, if you lose, say they're they're pick they're choosing from a sixty man roster and yeah, they're whittling it down to thirty. Yeah, that's, it's starting out. But 60. do you think they'll have the uh, like the exception, like the what do they call it, the player unable, the pup? Is that what it's called? Player unable to play. Like what, they may they? have some reserves there that they can pick from and and, and plug in if they need to, because like we all think these guys are going to get ill. They're going to get sick. They're going to have to have some reserves that are available. Yeah, it actually does bring you a good question. Like, does getting COVID and getting that infection count as being a pup player? Because you can, if you're a player that's injured and you get on the player unable to perform list, no. then you can sit on there for six weeks. But you're, you're you don't think COVID will count? But it, it doesn't count on the injury reserve. You don't think so? They already said it. They they're not counted as part of the okay. So you you could have it, and then like as soon as you get cleared, you can be like put back on. Yeah, and you can exactly. That and that's Sunday. the reason why they, because wow. you're gonna have people that are that don't show zero symptoms at all. Yeah, and I mean you can't just say well you can't play them. I mean, oh, that, okay. that, there's I, a I reason why. Yeah, yeah, I mean that's why they said there's no you are not part of the injured list or the injured yeah. Because you know when you get on there, it's automatically fifteen or fifteen days, and then if you go yeah. on there a second time, it's forty five days. So you can, I mean, you cannot put that part of it, which does put more onto the NFL players are going to catch it. They're just going to catch it. I mean, that there's no way you can. There has to be some not, kind of exception. Not, not like you know, instead of it being fifteen days, it'd be like okay, well, you have you tested positive for COVID and. As soon as you don't test positive, can you play? You know, does that make sense? Yeah. Like, what if Cle- what if Clemson's rolling along at seven and zero, and twenty of their players get COVID? I mean, does that mean that they just can't play anymore? I mean, that's, that's the thing, man. I mean, I mean, everything's up in the air. Yeah, it's a big question mark. Big, big question mark. It's going to be in question of who they have come in contact with and. And then they're going to have to go from there and dissect who they're going to quarantine. And these teams, and as far as me, if I was a head coach, I would not announce who the hell I was going to yeah. quarantine. If I had any po- positive tests of any star players, I would not announce that shit. Who's doing it? The manager, he's quarantined. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. The towel I wonder if they're going to make that mandatory. What do you think? Like like at the college level, M- M- NBA, MLB, are they going to make it mandatory of who, so. who you have? So. like as a positive test if you're gonna play against another team no matter what sport no matter what level of professionalism you would think that the governing body would be like you have to announce the same you would with injuries you would think you'd be like hey we have five people that have covid so and three are asymptomatic right i mean how could you not announce it ethically it yeah, makes I mean, sense. If you were the coach of a team, any team, and your team was perfectly healthy and you were about to go play another team, would you want to know, hey, this guy has these many players with this much sickness? You'd want to know. Yeah. But yeah. then that, I mean, 
but then you decide, well, I'm not going to play. Like coming from a soccer coach, okay, even at the sub varsity level, what? How would you handle this? If well, here's a like I was going to throw out a hypothetical since we were on the football topic. Let's say for shits and giggles that the Cowboys make the Super Bowl, mm-hmm. right? And what if the week before, you know, they do all the media stuff? What if Dak has the virus? Like, do you still play the Super Bowl? Or do you wait for him to be clear? You know what I mean? Like, the, the NFL has to have guidelines before they even start mm-hmm. on how they're going to handle that because then people are going to be pissed off if your quarterback Your can't star play. players are, are absent yeah. because of illness. Yeah, I get Cause, that. Because, like, we were talking about the roster, the 53-man roster or whatever. Well, nobody cares about the 53rd guy. You know, but if if your star player, your star running back, your star linebacker, or whatever, maybe, maybe you beef up your practice squad more than usual this year. Maybe they put some guidelines in where you could add more players there, just in case there are some illnesses with your active roster. I mean, that would make sense. Yeah, that would make sense. In but, the NFL, if yeah. you lose your quarterback, man, that's a huge disadvantage. Yeah. You know. Same at the collegiate level, even the high school level. Yeah. I mean, if you you lose him. You're screwed. COVID's going to be insane. That's all I'm saying. Everybody's waiting to see because, what, NBA is the first one to start, right? NBA is going to start before mm-hmm. MLB? July 30th, I yeah. think, is when they're starting. Once they start going, and then everybody, I'm telling you, everybody's going to be watching to see how they're going to handle Just everything. Just a wait-and-see type of yeah, game. And the MLB is going to start up soonly after, and then everybody's going to be watching to see how that's going to go, you know. And it's, then, just, it's just I weird mean, because different sports, I feel like you would, you could handle it differently. Yeah. Because the way that you transmit it in baseball is not the same, I feel like, that you would transmit it in, in baseball or football. Yeah. So it's all going to be like di- differentiated with how you approach it and how you tackle it because a- each sport's going to be a little bit different. Yeah. Cuz I could I could see the NBA transmitting <coughs> it a lot easier and faster than baseball. Yeah. Cuz I mean they're in close proximity. And, yeah, yeah. You know, you're you're exchanging a ball regularly like sweating can, all over the court, yeah. you know, those you know, yeah. I I think well, I don't think it's interesting, like let's say the Lakers make the finals, LeBron or AD gets it. Like, I don't want to watch that. Like, if they're not going to play, I'm not going to watch it. You it's going to I mean? take the luster away, definitely, and the excitement of the game if the star players get it. Hopefully that doesn't happen, especially in the moment of the finals. Well, here's the thing that I bring up all the time. Goodell, when all the COVID stuff started... All the COVID stuff started at the end of March. City started shutting down. State started shutting down. What did, Cole, uh, what did Goodell do? He went ahead with the draft. And it was a, a success. Virtually, yes. So, he's no matter what happens with anything... Goodell's got that going on. He's the NFL is going to go forward. They've got some experience, yeah. even before it's the NBA yeah. and, and MLB. Yeah. In that sense, I honestly think no matter what happens with any of the leagues that are going to start prior to the NFL, Goodell is going to push forward. And 
They're going to no have what, they're I mean, a bunch of smart, educated people. They'll have some type hate. of plan in place. <laughs> We're yeah, hoping, you know, right? Gonna, you know, we hope. Yeah, we hope. <laughs> you know there's going to be pushing forward this next year. Cam Newton. Oh, yeah. Cam what Newton. What a cool. A million dollars or 7.5 million total, but only what? Who, oh, million who wouldn't pick days. him up in that but, instance when but, he's just sitting there? And fantasy, former NFL if, MVP. If fantasy happens, you got to jump on Cam Newton as your oh, yeah, But what weapons does he have? Not very many. But he's all you need, Edelman. <laughs> but the thing about you know, Cam Newton, man, you know, I, I know, like I said, I hope, and I, I don't know, I mean, I know it won't probably change much, but I hope when he goes to New England that he starts becoming a humble man. Yeah, that's probably the biggest. The structure of that program and organization, I think, is going to shape him in the right direction. And that's the one thing, like, you know, because I, you know, I remember whenever Randy Moss got picked up by the Patriots, it's like it was a whole different Randy Moss because I was like, well, he's not doing his, you know, usual celebrations, usual antics, yeah. Right? I mean, he he like grew up, and I was like, I I like that, I mm. like it. I like seeing Randy Moss do that, you know? He, Discipline is a must. And that's why the Patriots even, have been so successful. Even when, uh, whenever, uh, Cinco, uh, Cucho Cinco went to him. Mm. I, 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 I don't see how they're going to be able to change their offense. Josh McDaniels, how, as an offensive coordinator, they've, he's had Tom Brady his entire career in New England, who is a pocket quarterback. If there is ever right. a pocket Tom Brady's all about but, timing and the offense the structure Wait around him. Cam Newton they can do that okay, Cam. But, Cam Newton tucks but what's, but what's going on right now with the NFL is it's going to the RPO. I mean, mm-hmm. you saw it with Mahomes and the Chiefs. I mean, and then the Cardinals, you know, with Cliff. These RPO is tough, man. Tough to defend. It's tough. And and that's fine, but here's where here's where my argument to that is. He had Christian McCaffrey his last year in, in in Carolina. And Christian McCaffrey total was five hundred yards, receiving and running. Mm-hmm. And then he leaves. He's not the star of the team, gets hurt, injured, whatever. And then all of a sudden the team runs through Christian McCaffrey. Now they don't win playoff games, whatever happens, whatever happens. But Christian McCaffrey decides, you know what? I'm gonna put the team on my back. But, and clears but, 2,000, 2,500 well, yards total. But that's great. But here's the thing. I want to see a man grow into a man. That's like that's the best story you want We can see. all hope that will happen with the yeah, Patriots. I, like, I think it will, but he could be one of those guys that just can't handle it, I'm, to be I'm, honest. I just, you know, I, it's hard to see a great athlete. And he is a great athlete. He's oh, yeah, one of the yeah. greatest and college. You just don't want to see him fall. Football players of all time, and then transitioning to the NFL, he ha- he took his team to the Super Bowl. He's been he's been a pretty good yeah, quarterback in the, at MVP the next level. MVP winner, yeah, and has gone to the Super Bowl, and he's getting less money than Chase Daniel. Chase Daniel, can, can anybody tell me what team Chase Daniel's on? Yeah, no, even South Chase- Lake Carroll, South Lake Carroll, <laughs> <laughs> South Lake Carroll. <laughs> Missouri. Uh, Missouri, yeah, that's so, all I remember. You know, yeah. staying on the topic of the NFL, you know, the NFL is expanding the playoff. Okay? What? They're expanding the playoff. Was that already in before this whole COVID yeah. stuff? Yeah. A decision was Dang. made to 
have you know 14 team format seven teams from each conference will make the playoffs with only the number one seed earning a first round buy yeah. seeds two through seven play on wild card weekend they were used to watching as division leaders and winners will be seated two through four and the wild card teams will be seated five through seven how do you feel this expansion is going to help the nfl or is it going to hurt or be detrimental? I think it's 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 beneficial for the NFL to to open it up. It's 40. beneficial to fans because you get to see more football games. But at the end of the day, it's terrible because you're going to see more seven and nine teams get into the playoffs. Right. More eight eight teams get into the playoffs. But it roughly went from like thirty seven percent to forty three forty four percent of the league qualifying for the playoffs and with the league with just 32 teams, I think it's just, it's good to give those guys a chance. Even with a seven to nine record, it'll, it'll make the end of the year more interesting. It will. It'll it make it more, more fans hope. Yeah. That their team might do something. I mean, well, we're about to experience something. This might be a good thing. We're about to see change. So this might be a good thing to see. Well, and then plus you can't put it past, you know, the NFL, the NBA. All of these leagues that are doing what they're doing right now with the COVID, they can always change it back to what they're going to do. Right. They can always adjust it. when we get through back, yeah. I mean, right now we're going through a weird thing. So, you know, these are professional leagues that are making money. So there would be two extra games played. I mean, I think it's going to be good. I think it would be beneficial for the league as a whole. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's see. Like I said, you want to root for the underdog. Hey, Cleveland might See get him. in finally. They would have got in last year. <laughs> hey, at, man, don't be at seven and nine. Hey, did hey. uh, Seattle got in that one year seven and nine? Don't yeah, be, they got in at seven and nine. Yeah, talking, and they won one I'm game. About my Baker Mayfield, man. And you know, you, we've seen these teams sneak in. You, you see the Giants, you know, winning Baker. a Super Bowl when they got hot it was in two thousand seven. They were a wild card team. They got in. They got hot, and they won the whole damn thing. You never know what's going to happen. You never know when that camaraderie and that, that, that cohesiveness is going to gel at the right time. And that's a perfect example because there have been teams that have made a run and have went all the way. True. <sighs> all right. So I, I don't know. Here's I think it's, it's not a let's, bad thing. I mean, we can go on and on, but let's talk about something that's a little, a little political in, in the NFL right now. And that's going with the Redskins. The Redskins name change. Like, this is now is getting really, really serious. Like, right. you it's know, the, the last, I guess, I guess you probably said the last decade, you know, you, you, you would hear about it here and there. Yeah. And it kind of just put back in the back. Burner. There was now, a legitimate push, right? Like five to eight years ago. Yeah. But, but now, but now, now, I mean, with everything going on and everything like that, now is the time to push. And the Redskins, I mean, they there was a push, and then Dan Snyder would be like, no, I'm not going to do it. I'm going to stand my ground. And so he was the billion-dollar owner of the NFL team. And then now they're pushing again, and then Dan Snyder is still like, no, I'm the billion-dollar owner well, of this team. And then now there's a whole different climate. They paid two 
205 million FedEx did to the Redskins for naming for the naming right to the stadium in 1998, and the deal runs through two, 2025. So they're coming up to a to a point where they've got to make a, a decision. Got, oh, my opinion on the Redskins thing. Yeah, the name change. Okay. Uh, here, here's the way I see it. Uh, if you had a bunch or any actually Native Americans that were in the NFL, the Redskins wouldn't be the Redskins. It would have been changed already. If that Agree makes any that. sense. Yeah, yeah. So that, like, that makes sense. Yeah, so if there was people in there, like the, the Native American voice, especially in the a, political landscape is very, very small. Compared to others, yes. Yes, compared to others. So like if you had a bunch of players... Um, Native American players in the NFL, the, the Redskins wouldn't be the Redskins. I mean, that's that. That's why the whole nice fart. That was good. I don't know if y'all heard that. Sorry, Hopefully, yeah, you did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gone. Turn the fan on. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, man. Keep going because you, you're making a great point with that. No, yeah. I mean, that's the the whole Black Lives Matters. I mean, it's it matters now, and it's being advertised and is being. There's change actually. It's, it's, it's in the happening forefront of everybody's mind. Why? Because the majority of pro athletes are African American, right? You know, so I think if you had Native Americans who spoke up and were part of that community, the name wouldn't be there. Well, even Nike removed all Redskins gear from its online store already. That's huge. And the other 31 NFL teams were listed in search for Redskins, came up with no results. Does that mean Nike so. is, is refusing to make any apparel They're, with a Redskin? Yeah. It, it sounds Indian, that way. The Indian, head, the Indian head that they do, you know. I mean, with the Cle- let's, I mean, let's reflect back onto the Cleveland Indians. Exactly, yeah. They changed. Are they still? They're still the Indians, though, right? They've changed they just their don't logo. Have the, uh, they don't have Wahoo, Chief Wahoo, right? right? Yeah. That was such an iconic symbol, and so yeah. was the Redskins. I can't imagine them having a different logo on their helmet, but if it's necessary to to bring, you know, I mean, awareness. Still gonna be bad. They're still going to be bad. But I, I don't see any problem with changing it because I'm not a Redskins fan, and and to to bring justice <laughs> to. The Native American people, I think, would be awesome. They deserve that. I mean, they've been trampled on more than anybody. I mean, at the end of the day, it's a chance to rebrand. You uh-huh. know, your team is not great. It's not been good for a while. It's like, rebrand. Start over. Yeah. Get get some. We've, we've seen teams yeah, do it. Some, yeah, I mean, start I over. Get a new I logo. I can't wait to eat big beaners. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I know, right? Oh my god, jeez. That's another like, local what the hell, controversy. Jeez. I had to say it, sorry. You did. You know, oh, we're talking about names, we gotta talk about that. I know. That it's a restaurant. restaurant. It's actually But you know, restaurant. like you know, with the rest kids, man, you know, at this moment. I mean, if you're gonna do anything, this is the time to do it. it right. It it's is. it's a time, a, it's a time. It's you the know? appropriate, absolute perfect opportunity for them to to change it Get and all these creatives they've had some great ideas as of yeah. recent you know so yeah these are these are my team colors i don't want to change a lot of them, my uniform i just want to change the logo you know you can bring in 
all these what, what masters of it? arts and everything and be like, I go, what hey. would you call the, instead of the Washington Redskins, I mean, what would you call the team? Uh, the winning name right now is the Red Tails. The Washington yeah, the Red, Red Tails. Tails, which were, uh, what do you, um, they made a, a movie bird? about them. Like, no, 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 what? no. Uh, it, it was the black, oh gosh, they were. Uh, African American, please. We've got well, okay <laughs> African Americans, but they were the uh, go ahead. Well, yeah, <laughs> did, did you fight? I was just reiterating. It was like, the uh, they, at they number were, one? They, fl- the they flew in World War Two. They were yeah, they were the pilots that flew, and they were they had a name though something with the M. It, uh, is it? They World asked or the or fans. The fans had a had an opportunity to to cast their vote and to have a voice in this and the the fans number one choice was the washington red tails and then number two was the washington red hawks number three the washington defenders number four the washington senators and then number five the washington warriors so there's there's a collective group of, of different names that i like the red that tails. are out there the red tails or the Red Hawks, I think, are cool. Yeah, the uh, the Red Tails were a select group of thirteen black cadets in the Air Force that were chosen to be experimental program of the Tuskegee. That's what I was thinking. The okay. Tuskegee Airmen. Yeah. yeah, thank you. That's, what, what, that's cool. Where was it? What was that there in World War? Yeah, World hmm. War Two. World War Two. Yeah. If y'all can yeah. see this, thank you, thank you. People, they were the people are group are advocating and pushing yeah. for the spear awesome. to come back on the helmet. What do you guys I think mean, about that? I just think the so. spear. I don't. I don't think it needs to be just completely gone. If it was Red Hawks, maybe. Yeah. Maybe it needs to be associated with Native Americans in some way, so, but yeah. in a positive light and yeah. in a, you know an encouraging light that that doesn't bring any type of shade their way. That's just. I know, but why is it positive? You know. Well, I don't want to get political, but like, I mean, it's it's a descriptive word it's like you know when we were saying african-american i mean why don't we say black i mean how come they don't call mexicans brown you know like why couldn't they choose a different like the washington indians right you know right. instead of red skins red skins yeah that's it's pretty controversial to choose that name in general in the beginning i i agree with that I don't know. Maybe they could have saluted call one the, of the tribes. Call them the Blouses. The Blouses. <laughs> the blouses, Washington yes. Wolf Pack. Yes. How about blouses. that? The Washington Wolf Tom Pack. Tom Ford is a general manager. The Red Pandas. People have just the come Red. out of the woodworks I mean, with different. You know. <laughs> I mean, he's got. Dan Snyder could have so many options to rebrand, restart this team, get it going good, bring in some new revenue, you know. He doesn't have to change the entire team. Do you he think it will change team. before the season? No. no. Dan Snyder is. No. I don't think If he didn't change it 10 years ago no. when everybody I, was I think after as, him. as long as Dan Snyder owns the team, no. I don't think it will change. Which is weird that he's so staunch about it. He's like completely staunch about it. Well, you know how it, older know? people are in their mentality and the yeah. way that they, they yeah. approach things. They want to be, you know, stuck on the ways that they, they were raised and the terms and, you know, verbiage that I they're mean, used I, to. I guess if you spend like $2 billion on a team, you're going to be like, you know what? 
I don't want to spend another $500 million to change the logo on this team that I'm spending $500 million for Nike to make it will these be Redskins weird. head, you know. It's just they're, they're one of those teams that it's their their emblem, their logo is very iconic, and it's it's recognizable no matter who you are. You know, oh, that's that's the Washington Redskins, you know. But, uh, but, it's going to be weird I mean, like to you see said, something the Indians, different. Though, the Indians, like you said, the Indians did it. The Cleveland Indians did it. They're still the Cleveland Indians. They just don't have Chief Wahoo, you know. Their logo is just the big C. I mean, Washington doesn't have to be the Redskins. They could be, you know, a shortened name, whatever. Whatever. I mean, just well, don't. Know, I, put I, I the... was shopping inside the Sod Poodles merchandise. And mm-hmm. uh, personally, I don't really like. The little logo that they had. Did you see all the new hats with the pointy boots? Yes, that's yeah. been very uh, controversial with the the choosing of that symbolism for the Hispanic culture, which is not 100% accurate. It's kind of upset a lot of people, and I understand why. But yeah, my my damn feet giving those. Uh, I'm I mean, offended. <laughs> the pointy boots. Yeah, we played the San Antonio Chunk Loss tonight. Right. That's an yeah. That that's one of the the minor league things that they do. They are pretty wacky, and I understand that. But there are people here that don't really get that, and they're really offended by it. Well, the chancla is a universal um, symbol mm-hmm. for most of us Hispanics. Like we can <laughs> we can all identify with that. The problem with the boots is that I don't identify with it. Right. It's only in certain parts of Mexico, yeah. right, that, that that's popular. Is that correct? Well, it's not popular, period, anymore, but for as far a, as I know. Yeah, for a, a, a duration of time, maybe long ago, but not a, it's not a universal, long-lasting symbol of Mexico, right? Yeah, or any no. part of Mexico. No. It's not. No. no. See, and I think that's where the fight with the whole Redskins thing comes is that they, they feel like it's an identity. Mm-hmm. That makes, you know, yeah. there's, there's a tradition that comes with it. Just like you were saying, the chancla, you know, like we could all identify with that. Yeah. You know, and I feel, I, I feel like I don't the, – the mascot for the Redskins, I think, is pretty cool. The name, not so cool. You know, I, I, they could probably change it to something – more universal, like mm-hmm. the Kansas City Chiefs, you know, the Cleveland Indians, the Atlanta Braves. Right. You know, just choose something that, that honors them in a different way instead of it yeah. being a even, descriptor. Even do y'all remember the Tampa Bay Devil Rays? They changed their branding and their name. And that was something that wasn't as, like, racial, but devil... I mean, it kind of brings on a negative connotation. So they're just the Tampa Bay Rays now. And then the Washington Bullets, they changed their name as well. In the early uh, 1990s, the Bullets owner, he was frustrated with the association of his team's nickname and gun violence. So uh, over time, that name was changed. So we, we this isn't like something new. Tennessee Oilers, New York Titans, you know, the... And, Anaheim Mighty Ducks. There, there have been name changes and rebranding of these major professional sports, and it hasn't been such a traumatic issue. We, we eventually 
learn to love these teams and we learn to accept them and it doesn't become a big deal over time you know it becomes something that we we just identify with especially if it's for a good reason like the redskins i can see why that would be a, a legitimate reason to change because we can all understand the significance behind changing it because native americans it can be an offensive term you know what i mean well it's like when yeah you're right the whole redskins thing is to me derogatory just like the pony boots mm-hmm. is derogatory you know it is what do you yeah. think what do you think about the pony boots aaron do you think it for the amarillo saw poodles to use that alternative logo and kind of theme is that appropriate it really isn't. I mean, I don't think it's appropriate at all. Because, I mean, it, like I said, you know, whenever we identify with our culture and everything like that, that's not us. You know, it, it represents some, but not all of us. Right. And it really, like I said, I, I mean, I can laugh about it. It doesn't offend me or anything like that. But then I'm like, uh Man, we can do something better. We can always because we we're better. We're better people. We're better. We're, I don't understand where that name. I'm not saying we're a better culture than anybody else. But who who but really drove that name to be popular and to be a, a legitimate accepted term? I don't understand who that person uh, was, but they they can't be very educated on, especially the side of town that the Sod Poodle Stadium is in, Hodgetown. It is on the outskirts of. Hispanic, predominantly Hispanic neighborhood. So, I don't know, man. It, it when I first heard the name, I knew it was going to be an issue. Yeah, it, 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 I mean, everybody has their opinion, and you know, there's good and there's bad. You know, it just at the end of the day, just you know, you're blessed to be breathing. <laughs> you're blessed to be breathing. Know, right? You can't really be too offended by a name, but then again. You just gotta remember. You've got to stand for something. Yeah, I mean, like I said, that's not who we are. You got to have Especially a backbone. Me, that's not the you know. Right, I've never seen you wear any pointy boots. No, I don't think you would fit any. I no. wouldn't either. Would, would no. you have I been offended with a sombrero? <laughs> yeah, because that's not me. <laughs> that's not me. But what you about mean? like what the San Antonio missions? Well, because the missions because it goes with it goes with yeah, the territory, the, right? Yeah. The pointy boots really doesn't go with the territory of Amarillo. Maybe if they would have done something like Yellow City type thing, you know. To, oh, man, that would have been cool. That would have been cool. The whole Bomb City thing. Yeah. Yeah, to, to tie in something with the name of Amarillo, you know, with our how we were named and how we were founded. Maybe. But the, the pointy boots, we just, we really don't understand it. But there was a, there was a Mexican League. That was the whole thing. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's, that was the whole thing. The Mexican uh, Liga. Well, it is what it is, but we're done with that. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to tie everything with a huge bow right now. We're about done. Here's the thing. Make sure you wear your face mask. Just do it. (laughs) If not for yourself, for everybody else around. Uh, Just, you know, we got old people around. It's been, you know, I've seen my family. Go through it, you know, especially my old, you know, the elders. Yeah. Just wear it. Governor Abbott's come out and said that we all have to wear them, so we might as well get used to it. And, yeah. if, and if you don't like it, stay home. I mean, if 
you really want to bitch about it, then be a Karen. Yes. <laughs> Don't be a Karen. Don't be Karen. And whatever you, you do, best. support our local sponsor, Rocket Brews. Go get you a drink of the month. Oh, yeah. Because make they sure. have some of the greatest yeah, yeah. combinations the you can think of. Fourth of July is Saturday. Make sure you go out and oh, yeah. just have a good time and yes. watch the fireworks and find some happiness, man. That's that's the best part. Forget like, about the drama. Like love one another. Care for one another. Hang out with your family. Easy, Bob Marley. <laughs> yes. Don't kidding. worry. Don't Be happy. happy. I mean, you gotta, you gotta get hey, to a really, point yeah. where you gotta love yeah. each other. But yeah. Just like I said, you know, be safe. You know, if you travel or go out anywhere, be safe. Have fun, though. You know, but hey, if you've been stuck in the house in your apartment doing the work from home, and then you gotta get out now for the Fourth of July, that's a whole thing. Yeah. But do it. Be careful. Do it. Six yeah. feet hey, apart. I, I do think yes. that. The, that Hodgetown did a fantastic job. You right. know, the guys walking around, yes. cleaning the rails. That's a great point. A uh, mm-hmm. couple of guys in front of the bathrooms making sure there wasn't too many people. They were very suggestive out. and weren't, like, Tiny overbearing. They, they they were great. The the ushers and everybody, they were awesome. Trying four, to get everybody. Four times they, the, the, they sent a guy down to pick up the trash and wipe down everything with alcohol <laughs> over the dugout of the opponent's team. But that's what, man, got, I mean, that's they got insane. the nicest, nicest people, man. Yeah. They got, I mean, golly, those people out there are so nice. They do a great job. They they, they hire some of the best local and citizens I think possible. tonight the guy that was helping out, his name was uh, Dick, I believe, an older man. But, man, God, he was such a nice gentleman. Like I said. If you, people need to take notes. They need to implement that into their business. Thank you, man. Golly, there's so much fun. The number one uh, best field or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's right. Uh, David's right. There's a vote going on right now for the top MILB minor league stadium going on. There's Mm -hmm. a vote. When when does it end? Did y'all catch that? It might be ending tonight, but I'm not 100% sure. But there was a vote, and uh, last year – we won. Uh, Hodgetown won. Yeah, yeah. Hodgetown won last if, year. If, if, if we find it, let's make sure we put it on our Facebook. Yeah. Also our Instagram. We'll, we'll look it up. Yeah, just stay on the socials. Don't know. It'll pop up. <laughs> if, it's not, if it's not on there, then we probably won anyways. And so. I do want to yeah. say, if anybody wants some Sod Poodle merch, please go check out their pro shop because they've got a ton of great stuff right now. Yes. Stuff that I've never seen before. They had some dry fit shirts with, with the Jordan emblem. On a sod poodle shirt, that's pretty primo. That's that's, that's what happens awesome. when you win a championship, baby. Yep, <laughs> yep, yep, yep. The championship hats are really nice, so go go pick you up one of those. But first of all, before we, do, I want to thank our guests. Yes, coming out. Thank you, David. Thank you, Chris. Appreciate y'all being on the. We'll have to do it again. Absolutely, we will. We need to bring in guests more often, but it's difficult right now with everything going on. It's all about having a good time. Next time, next time, I'm going to look up a uh, a good, really good uh, Seventeen Magazine quiz. <laughs> We're going to see who's going to win. Who's who's the best, uh, you know, uh, Sex in the City character? Oh, that would be pretty interesting. Mm. I think Pena's going to win. I don't know, but David, you're you're mm-hmm. the quiet. Uh, Who knows? Maybe I'll come out of nowhere and surprise you. I'm going to do some research. You probably would. You're, you're going to binge watch Sex in the City. I might have to. I might just pee back. I don't. Here. I don't. Have to, I, I don't. I don't have to binge watch it. I've already watched them all. 
three movies. I thought there was only one. There's two, at least. Wow, I'm glad you know because I don't care. They went. They went to. They went to Abu Dhabi one of the times, guys. Come on, oh my god, give me a break, jeez, guys. Hey, did did Mr. Big go? He yeah he he married Carrie Ann, bro. Come on, get your shit together, man. I told you I watch Young and the Wrestlers. You all right? That's for another podcast. (laughs) But thank you guys for tuning in to Bomb City Locker Room Talk podcast. Yeah. And listening to Locker Room Hype. Thank you guys very much. Mm-hmm. I'm James Fairchild. I'm Pena. I'm David. And Chris. Hope you enjoyed it. See you next time.